by Galinda Moser of Remax Living. Hello and welcome, I'm Glynis Crook. Today on Being Green, we're talking about a new local waste-to-energy technology that's been developed by the South African National Energy Development Institute, SNEDI, in conjunction with the Nuclear Energy Corporation of South Africa. At least one estimate I've seen suggests that South Africans generate roughly 122 million tonnes of waste per year. And with rapid urbanisation, of course, that figure is just going to keep going up. While other sources put that figure slightly lower and differentiate between general and hazardous waste, everyone agrees that 90% of waste ends up in landfills or is illegally dumped and just 10% is recycled or recovered for other uses. The government 2020 waste minimization plan aims to have 70% of our waste diverted from landfills within 15 years. So turning waste into energy is one solution. And to find out more about this local development, I'm joined now by Sinheni's project manager, Dr. Neville Smith. Dr. Smith, you commissioned Nexa to design and build this more environmentally friendly waste gasification and waste energy system. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yes, certainly, uh, Glennis. We've commissioned Nexa to build a demonstration plant for us, and this was a proof-of-concept initiative which Sanedi funded. We are the demonstration phase now. Where we are able to demonstrate that the technology, in fact, works and that it can be scaled. So how exactly does it work? Plasma gasification is an extreme thermal process which uses plasma to convert organic matter or combustible matter into a syngas. Now, the syngas is primarily made up of hydrogen and carbon monoxide. The plasma torch is powered by an electric arc, which is used to ionize gas and catalyze organic matter into syngas, with slag remaining as a byproduct. The slag is taken out of the uh, reactor and disposed of separately. Okay, let's just take a couple of steps back there because if any of the listeners are anything like me, a couple of those issues went over my head. So basically you're taking um, waste like what, wood chips, what else can one use? And you're putting it into a machine at high heat. That's correct, extremely high heat, over a thousand degrees Celsius. What's and it's a closed loop system. So uh, the materials are confined to the reactor. So it's burned inside the reactor and then turns into these two different kinds of gases? Correct. So what can the two gases be used for? Well, the gases can be used for a range of applications. One, to drive a generator and produce electricity. The electricity is green energy, of course, so you can pump it into the or supply it into the municipal grid. And that can be sold as green energy. Alternatively, you can use the syngas to power vehicles if the vehicle is appropriately converted. So the gas can be used for a range of purposes. And presumably then there's some way of storing and transporting it once it's been produced? Yes, the, the, the gas can be directly converted into electricity through the generator and there would be storage capacity to supply any vehicle or mobility applications. Now, how does this differ from other waste-to-energy technologies that have been developed around the world, like the anaerobic digester, for example, which was developed by the Waste Transformers, the, the Dutch company? 
Well, because the materials are treated at such high temperature and it's a closed-loop system, there's less opportunity for pollution to escape. So the emissions are relatively harmless and uh, you have the environmental benefit associated with that. Now, because you're reducing the reduction of waste or, or reducing the volumes of waste, there's less potential for waste to go to landfills. And that's an absolute benefit because, as you know, uh, methane gas is produced in landfills over time. And this is a greenhouse gas, which is a precursor for global greenhouse gases. In this way, we are also able to comply with our commitments at a South African level to its international obligations. So I think something like the anaerobic digester, for example, will produce methane, whereas this produces something that is a different kind of gas. Correct. And so why was there a need to adapt this technology specifically to South Africa's climate? Well, as you know, plants situated abroad function in more extreme cold temperatures, uh, unlike South Africa, which has warmer climate. And therefore, we had to tweak the technology to suit uh, the local conditions and the temperature, which is very prevalent. So you say this has been tested now. When are we likely to see it on the market? And and could it be used by something like a shopping centre or an individual business, for example? As you say, it's very compact. There are significant opportunities. One, one can treat sharps and needles in the medical waste space. You can treat COVID waste. You can treat municipal green waste and plastics or combustibles. So it's a unique technology that can be applied to a range of waste materials. And so it could be used in small format by individual companies? Medical companies, certainly. And here you have the application which is mobile. So the unit can be taken to smaller sites in office parks or even at local municipalities where there are clinics that's functioning in the local communities. And you can provide a service to these municipalities and private clinics. Obviously, that will have to be scaled and well thought through. And how soon would the technology be good to go? It's been uh, demonstrated. It's been looked at in the private sector to treat uh, tyres as well. But there's an alternative waste stream you can treat. And I, w- I would foresee in the next three to five years it would be wider in its application. Very interesting. Thank you very much there to Dr. Neville Smith of the South African National Energy Development Institute. And that's it for this week on Being Green. Till next time, for me, Glynis Crook. Take care and goodbye. Being Green was brought to you by Galinda Moser of Remax Living. Ask not what your community can do for you. Ask what you can do for your community. At Remax Living Real Estate, our ethos is built on giving back. From sponsoring music broadcasts to FMR's Being Green, our focus is on making your world more harmonious and our planet more sustainable. So when it comes to choosing a real estate partner, don't go for anything less than people who are maximum givers. Galinda Moser from Remax Living Real Estate. Every-